Nightmarts Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. The show is brought to you by Nineworks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts. Hosted by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, including you, our valued listeners. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour from France. Bonjour. Parlez-vous français? <laughs> oh, here we go. Schoolboy French is coming in. Uh, we are at Le Mans. Yes. Hello, listeners. Uh, been a bit of a trial this morning. Didn't realise we had to buy parking tickets, so uh, we've been trawling around Le Mans, but not too bad. We're now in the free parking, um, which actually seems more easier than all of the paid parking. Well, yeah, fing- fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I think we're getting there. The gendarmes were very helpful. <laughs> they were, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't park there. Get out of the way. <laughs> So yes, uh, hello listeners, we are in France, uh, looking forward to an amazing weekend of lots of old stuff. Yeah, so the intention is to bring you some highlights from the Circuit de la Sarthe for Le Mans Classic, Uh, both of us having never been before, so much excitement ahead. Yeah, I've not been to Le Mans at all, always wanted to come, Um, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what, what the Classic has to offer yeah we were saying before like uh, away from the mics that obviously it's a storied circuit and you know, Le Mans the actual the, the proper race still goes on every year but we're quite hopeful that perhaps the classic will be a little bit less corporate yeah more access yeah get up close to these of cars everything. Yeah. yeah yeah so we're uh, over with the guys and girls from RPM Technic uh, staying with them which is great we yeah, had uh, had a gala dinner last night and uh, Tim Harvey ex-touring car and Carrera Cup GB champion led a really good Q&A actually oh fantastic talk. Really? yeah well worth listening to really Tim whenever you that. get the chance um, he's got some great stories and yeah I don't think he reels out the same stuff each time I don't yeah, get I think he, yeah I think he's very much off the hip um, and yeah really enjoyable listening to Tim yeah so that's all good uh, we have travelled down in Little Irish we have found some new problems with the car, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not mention those, eh? Uh, yeah, so there seems to be a multitude of things going on there, so that's all good. Um, hopefully we'll get home. Hashtag pray for Andy and Lee. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, let's uh, park up, get into the circuit, and see what the uh, what Le Mans Classic has to offer. Yeah.
<laughs> Recording all of this. Right then, where are we? We are... Well, we're just after the Dunlop Bridge. Yep. And I think we're watching Endurance Legends. Yeah, so there's lots of GT2s out there, 993 G2s, which I am loving. Yes, yeah, so we've got 993 GT2s, uh, 996 GT3Rs. I think there's an RS Spider out there, as well as... Oh, oh, oh listen to that. As well as... Um, as well as some... Oh, it's a 997 GT3R, yeah, to yeah. be fair. But uh, as well as some non-Porsche stuff as well. And I have to say, Andy, just talk to you away from the mics, it sort of reminds me a little bit of Rensport Reunion sort of vibes, but we're on a historically significant racetrack, and it's actually nice to have uh, com competition cars outside of Porsche, which absolutely, helps give yeah. that racing context between the two cars. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What a track. I mean, up here, it looks... The elevation changes here are just amazing. It's the first time I've been at Le Mans, and, it, yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. It, it is awesome. Um, I think what's also very cool is we seem to have serendipitously bumped into someone that listeners may have heard before on Ironworks Radio, which is uh, Chris Wright from Wright Tune. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fling the microphone in his mouth. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, bumped into these two. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're similar to us, really, but your kind of decision to come to Le Mans Classic was fairly last minute. Yeah, completely last minute. Um, one of my friends in the industry just rang me and said, I've got a hotel room, would you like to come? And I really didn't put much thought into it until the week before and then realised I forgot to come. <laughs> but I'm glad I did. It's, it's brilliant. It's, uh, yeah, fantastic event. Well, look, you, Very you, big, you, you were saying as well, Chris, that um, there's, you know, your family has a little bit of history here and I, I feel like you should share that because I think it's really cool. Well yeah there's um, a bit of family history was my dad's uh, well the last time anyone from my family's been here is in 1975 which was to run one of well a couple of uh, the uh, John Wire cars the golf the famous baby blue and orange striped golf cars and uh, my dad my dad's engine won the race with uh, Ix and Bell driving um, which is obviously fantastic but and then I, no one's been back since until yeah, me coming back, which I'm just a punter, really, having a look around. But, um, yeah, I would like to say it's emotional, but to be honest, it's just a lot of fun. So I'd say if you haven't been before, I'd recommend it. It's really good. Everyone's really friendly. You really can't go wrong, really. Well, look, and Andy and I were saying, and it's kind of what we hoped would be the case, is it's a little bit less corporate than the kind of proper Le Mans. So um, for a little bit extra on the ticket, we've all kind of had paddock passes, and it's lovely to get up close to the cars. But again, Andy, like we were saying, it's also nice for the current owners and custodians of those historically significant race cars to be able to show them to like enthusiasts as well. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, uh, just amazing how how many different cars there are about. It's really good that the cars are being used as uh, as intended and driven yeah. in anger. I mean, watching it at night as well is uh, just amazing. We we were up late last night watching a lot of the practice, and it was absolutely fantastic seeing them shoot off down the straight is yeah really amazing really really amazing how many beers in were you last night oh yeah quite a few <laughs> which added to the experience <laughs> wonderful but yeah no it's um oh, yeah it's just absolutely as you as you say you when you watch on the television you don't really get like you're saying just said about the elevation change you don't really appreciate all of it and um it is, is awesome. It's also quite different from a UK track, which obviously, like you know, the Europeans are on road, like roads, and or were on a road. 
UK, you're at a, you know, an old airfield or something, just by Milton Keynes or whatever, <laughs> Silverstone. But, you know, here, um, you're driving around all the little villages and you're like, you don't even expect the track to be there. And then suddenly it's, yeah. it's there. And, and also, it's quite vast. So just even getting around here, it's, it's quite, you need a car. <laughs> well, Andy and I were saying, you know, these days, the home of British motorsport is Silverstone. But in terms of history that's not quite the case really it's Brands Hatch whereas over here it's always been Le Mans. Le Mans has always been like the pinnacle of motorsport in this country so it's awesome to see these cars out and, and being used and kind of being raced again and that kind of helps add to why Le Mans as a race in contemporary times is so important to manufacturers like Porsche really. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to you really yeah I agree um yeah, I don't know, man. Sorry. No, all good. Uh, well, so in that case, we'll uh, we'll check out, I think, and maybe check in a little bit later on. Greg, from RPM, how are you? Very good. Lost my voice. Not through <laughs> bad behaviour, I promise. It's uh, <laughs> through talking for 12 hours a day for the last three days about Porsches over lots of Porsches engine noises. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, we're uh, at the Porsche Experience Centre at Le Mans at the moment. Um, very kind of you guys to, to have Nine Works Radio along for the weekend. It's been really enjoyable. Very, very welcome, Meet, yes. Meeting the guys and girls. So, you've been planning this for about three years. Yeah, well, we... we been to a few Le Mans classics over the years and uh, every time we come people say oh how do I get on that how do I come along with you and so the one before last we took about 10 12 people with us and then uh, for the one that was supposed to happen in 2020 um, we sort of rolled the dice and booked a big chateau and um, uh, filled it um, and then obviously we've just been patiently waiting for since then so um, well, the yes. yeah. yeah so yeah no it's been great it's really good really it's, good. it's super cool and like obviously you, you guys have done a lot with track days uh, yeah. this year I know that's very much your focus but then also with uh, kind of road trips like what you're doing here you're very much encouraging owners to use the cars which yes. is nice you know yeah I think it seems to be I'd love to take the credit for it but it does seem to be a bit of a movement for people to start driving and just enjoying the cars the, yeah, yeah. and it, it seems to be at every level whether it's you know um, you know entry level boxer right through to you know you've seen Carrera GTs now you know guys are doing mods to them they're tracking them I saw some crazy clips yesterday of people don't oh, know yeah, in I car parks that, yeah. and it's brilliant it's what they're for yeah yeah, yeah. Get out there and use it. a bit like Le Mans Classic everyone's out and even one of your guys has got a, an RS 3.8 with us he has yes drove it all the way here no trailers or anything yeah. parked in the car park with all of our stuff you know well, we were over at where, which corner were we on Arge, on Arge yeah, like yeah yesterday like the, the dead of night park. There yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, 96438RS, wide body and bright yellow. What a thing. I imagine it's very easy to hotwire. <laughs> <laughs> Brave man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It's very cool. Um, I'd driven that car, actually, for a YouTube video a year ago. Do you know what? I was only thinking that. I was like, I'm sure I saw the back of that car at an angle in a, yeah, in a clip for yeah, you, one you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. so we, we had a chat. And no, I'd not, I'd not actually uh, met 
as Martin. I don't know if we can yeah. say that or, yeah. or whatever. But um, uh, yeah, we, we were having a chat, and it was like I'm, I'm sure it is because obviously it's like fifty or fifty-five, yeah. and especially when you, you start narrowing it down to the colours, you go, I'm pretty sure that's going to be it. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. really good to have a chat and catch up. But I think that's kind of what this is all about. It's definitely a lot less corporate. Then uh, like the, the the proper Le Mans, shall we say? Do you know what? In all the years of messing around with cars, I've never been to the normal twenty four hour. I think maybe there's talk of potentially doing it next year, but yeah. it, you know, obviously we've only got a certain amount of uh, brownie points to use up at home. And if it was yeah. the classic <laughs> or the normal, for for me, it would always always be the classic. Yeah. And obviously, since they're so close together, it's it's a choice you have to make. There are some lads here that have been to both home and back again. You know, What's so. their opinion been? Um, the last guy I was just talking to, Mark, he was saying that it was a lot quieter here. Obviously, the, the type of car, you know, it goes without saying, it is different. And I think everything's a bit more approachable. But exactly, you can yeah, more access. Get involved. Yeah. yeah, so that's really cool. Um, obviously, I couldn't speak firsthand, but yeah, that's, that's from what they've said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. really easy to get around. Yeah. You're not like doing the. The, uh, the penguin steps like <laughs> you are at Goodwood or something like yeah. that so yeah it really feels nice that you yeah and you can, can get, get into everywhere you can get food and stuff so there's nothing worse than yeah, not being able to you know, grab it's a weird. beer or yeah. go to the toilet even so no I've, I've, it's been wonderful and everyone yeah. else sort of seems to echo that as well mm, so what's going on for the rest of the year with RPM then any any plans that we should know about um, yeah so we've got uh, well we've got many track days so they're all obviously on our events calendar on our website and so although obviously the appetite for people doing track days at the moment is is massive so yeah. if you're interested not on any spaces always say just register interest because there are always dropouts yeah um so yeah track days um in october we've got um the big porsche gt day in conjunction with supercar driver um which is at donnington park so there'll be motorsport display loads of different porsches going around as well as you know, the ability to go on track uh, and also a bit of a sort of a mini festival of porsche as well so oh, that's wow. going to be really good but if anything like like last year we did track days right until December you know oh, wow. snow yeah, okay. so yeah they, it's not really a, a March till October thing now it seems to be yeah. 12 months yeah the calendar is massive and it's mm. like and, you know particularly with track days it, there are so many opportunities to get out on track but all of them are so busy yeah all of them yeah. so there, there really is like the appetite is there or the you know the demand to match the numbers really and the events as well you know I feel bad sometimes people say oh you come into this and I'm like if I said yes to so everything, many, I yeah. just wouldn't see my family, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. And you go three places in one weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I might just start saying yes and doesn't turn up. But <laughs> 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 Did I see you there? Oh, they are. Yeah. Definitely yeah. There. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, look, cracking uh, to have us along, as I say. Appreciate More your time, as always. And uh, yeah, I'm pleased that you were finally able to, to, to get here with all of you. So. Yes, yeah. And uh, I hope you enjoyed your journey down as well. It, uh, I think getting here is sometimes as much of fun as it is watching all the racing <laughs> yeah. and stuff but yeah. we won't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> nice one great thank you very much cheers thank fellas Wow, how are you? I'm exceptionally well. Um, Good. In fact, Good I can't believe you. how well I am. I mean, I've 
in the last month or two, I've raced some amazing cars. I can't believe that um, I've just come back from Le Mans for the first time there in 34 years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I mean, we were hoping to catch you while we were out there. In fact, we yes, shook hands. <laughs> I'm really sorry because... No, don't be. One car I was racing seemed to be 10 miles away. Yeah, yeah. In the other one, and I was dashing backwards and forwards. And um, what was happening was we were being kept out of the pits while all the cars were moving around, so we couldn't sort of catch up. So I think we were doing uh, cross crosses. You know, you were you were going out <laughs> as, as we were coming in. So yeah, Sorry, um, I do apologise. No, don't don't. Our intention was to um, was to catch you in the pits and yeah, get your immediate reaction. But uh, yeah, as we couldn't do that, we're catching. It's up still very fresh. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so how was it? Thirty four years later. Well, different. Yeah. In a big way. Um, it was disappointing in a way. Oh. I raced all the way through the 80s in yeah. various cars in what the cars did you, race. What cars, cars did you race? Uh, 1981, it was um, uh, a baby Porsche 935, uh, Kramer Fantastic. bodied 935, and... Uh, on a space frame chassis then uh, a lola a decadene yeah. lola with a dfv in the back in 82 i think it was yeah uh, didn't get a drive in 83 uh, 1984 85 86 and 87 i drove group c2 with a curiacos yeah and then my last one was 1988 when i was uh, driving for Nissan in Group C1. Yeah. So I I had this... Had a good run then. <laughs> it finished. Not bad. <laughs> Nissan, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, sorry. Yeah. The, and the Nissan finished. My last one, I got my only finish, sadly. Oh. Um, it's such a tough race on yeah, cars, drivers, teams. Um, we had lots of very silly little mechanical gremlins that stopped us finishing. Um a disqualification and all sorts of things. But I have this wonderful memory of going through Tete Rouge, setting off down the straight and just sitting there absolutely flat for three and a half miles <laughs> yeah. over the brows, down, over the brows and down and through the kink and down to uh, the very slow right-hander at Morsal. Yeah, yeah. There was nowhere nowhere that you could do that on a oh, race really? uh, yeah, yeah. Then, 238 yeah. miles an hour for nearly a minute yeah yeah um it was very very special and to do it in the rain in the dark in the fog in the heat it, it just threw everything at you at different times Someone's, uh, someone would call you, well, some people would call you a madman, I think. But okay. <laughs> well, there's hundreds of us who were all mad. Then <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was unbelievably special. Yeah. The So now we have two chicanes. Um, and we, we get up, we got up to, I don't know, 180, 190 miles an hour between the, the chicanes. But then you have these. Uh, and I can totally understand that there was tire failures massive accidents and so on because yeah. of the continuous high speed but that's gone the character's gone 
Gotcha. The same for the for the paddock and the pit area. It's Formula One style now, yeah. if you like. Yeah. And I remember getting up at uh, whatever the team would come and get me at three o'clock in the morning or whatever in the dark and say, it's, it's your turn again for another stint. And that walk from the paddock down the steps into that very dark, dingy little alleyway. If anybody's ever seen the film, Steve McQueen will understand what it was like, this dimly lit little yeah. alleyway. And it always made the hairs stand up on the back of my neck because I knew when I walked into this tiny little pit box that in five, ten minutes' time I'd be doing way over 200 miles an hour, yeah. doing stint possibly for 19 or double stint for 38 laps, which uh, luckily I was reasonably fit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just a shame there's a little bit of disappointment there, though. But uh, did you enjoy the weekend overall? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, just a lot of the circuit is still the same. The, yeah. The run from Arnage down through Indianapolis to Arnage and then through the Porsche curves. and uh, It was the same. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of being there. I was amazed at the organisation. It was, it was fantastic, wasn't it? How Peter Auto put all this together. Yeah. Getting getting the whole lot staffed for a start. <laughs> Absolutely. And how they organised to get all the trucks. Okay, some poor guys in their trucks with their race cars were having to sit for five or six hours to yeah. queue to go and park in their slots. Um Luckily, we we managed to do a little bit of a um, uh, sleight of hand and get in straight away. Thank you, barging. With our yes, with our little motorhome, um, but it was astounding the amount of cars, the amount, the quality of the cars. I, you know, I think we had 50 group C cars. It was uh, it crazy, wasn't it? It was amazing. Yeah. The, the, the size of the grids cars. were crazy, weren't they? Yes. For all of those groups. Yes. I mean, we were in plateau six with the RSR and, um, I think there were about 64 cars. Yeah. In our race. Um, and we sadly had problems with the nine, five, six, um, we had problems with the brakes. Oh, no. It was a carry-on from Spa. We had problems with them at Spa as well. Yeah. We weren't able to keep the pedal. And when these this car is quite quick, yeah. uh, you do want to have confidence in your brakes. And, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we were having still brake problems. But we also had, um, sadly, in the first, uh, well, it was the one and only race at Le Mans, um, we had a misfire, so we uh, sadly uh, Rhino parked the car yeah. just to make sure we saved the engine in case there was a major problem. Sure. But the RSR, we ran three um, three races, and they do an index of performance to come up with a um, a, a result. Um, yeah. Uh, we came fifth of, out of the sixty four cars, which was very, was very pleasing. And um, yeah, congratulations! That's I've never brilliant. driven a nine eleven at Le Mans before and that was very special to drive a car with Le Mans history yeah. from 1974 um, 
It was a sensational little car. They, I mean, they're, they're my favourite. My personal favourite is the 74 RSRs. They just yes. look so good. Um, yeah, and it was an absolute pleasure to, to watch you going around with the other oh, guys. Gosh. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy amounts of cars. And you were actually in the same group as the um, the 2.1 RSR Turbo, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to dice with that at all? No, was... it's too, too quick on the straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, you probably just saw the glow of the, uh, the the turbo go down the road, didn't you? The, the, I did hang on to it for a while in the dark. Um, yeah. And uh, it looks almost dangerous. Yes. Yeah. There, there's so much heat going on there. And the 935s that were in our Yeah. yeah. Um, cherry, cherry red, almost going that you could see through. See through it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And you think, my God. Uh, How does it sustain that? Exactly, without yeah. the whole thing yeah. catching and, fire. And how uh, do you need to... Impressive. How does the oil keep going? How does it work the next time it's used? Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. Quite incredible. Yeah. But to to drive around in the dark and, and see all this going on, which uh, it's not a usual sight. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It is very impressive and... Um, I felt I felt very privileged to be sitting there and doing it and watching all this going on. Yeah, well, we spent um, it would have been Saturday, no Sunday morning, so around about three thirty, watching Group Six yep. doing doing its thing. I don't know if you were out um, there that evening, if you were racing that night, or what um, time you were racing. I I have a huge. Um, thank you to to Rainer Becker because I had an accident in a Formula One Ferrari 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And it destroyed both my legs, mm-hmm. took off both my heels, broke my ankles, broke all the bones in my feet. Another little story about that in a in a little while. Um standing up and walking for any length of time really makes my ankles and feet swell. Yeah. And when it got to after the first race, I was struggling to walk. Yeah. Uh, and I was sitting down in a chair. I saw your Reiner, comfy chair. <laughs> Reiner very, very kindly offered to do the night race on his own. Yeah. So I could go and bathe my feet, put my feet up, uh, and be okay for the third race on the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Sunday morning. Oh, it was it was fantastic watching that because um, we were down at Arnage, um, and just the craziness that was going on down there. There was a there was a uh, an oil spill at one point, and people spinning off. Yeah. And just the sight of you know all the glowing turbos. It was just <laughs> craziness. Yeah, so absolutely amazing. Yes, yeah. I, I remember it well from the the twenty four hour races. Uh, <laughs> one of one or two of my retirements i would go out and watch the boys doing their thing and uh, to watch the bla- the brakes glow the flames out of the exhaust yeah. the turbos glowing uh, was very very special very special so i i know exactly what you mean so he's going back to that story of Reiner being very kind to let me have a rest to um, uh, get yes. my legs back together um on the first race in the rsr um reiner does the starts i like him to do the starts because yeah. they're his cars yeah 
he's organized everything to get them there and everything i want i don't want to be in the car when something goes wrong and he hasn't driven <laughs> yeah that's very true so he enjoys the starts anyway it is the most fun time of a yeah. motor race when you're all together so i like him to do the start it guarantees he gets some enjoyment out of his yeah. motorcycles and bless his heart then halfway through the race he comes in and then lets me yeah. go and uh, enjoy his motorcycles what, what, what a privilege to be able to do yes that. i mean crumbs uh as i say that's why i'm so i'm still buzzing i yeah. it makes me feel alive and i've got a hell of a lot to thank him for yeah so i i'm walking back in i watch the start rana goes off starts doing his thing and i go back into the garage to put my helmet on and get ready yeah and i'm still limping quite badly and a gentleman uh, walks by and he's racing over said oh you, you're limping a bit today mike and i went to say yes and he said and i know why and i sort of looked at him quizzically and he it turned out that he was one of the doctors that oh wow put me got me back together after the um the accident in the formula one ferrari i mean oh, how small a world is that is he that the was, first time you've met him since then i think yes certainly from wow. back in, in the day yeah i didn't remember him which was terrible but i got quite emotional about it yeah um because the guys saved my legs basically yeah um, i was due to have them taken off below the knee wow and my wife who was with me luckily i was out of it on painkillers yeah um, yeah and my wife refused to sign to take my legs off and these guys managed to put wow. them all back together that um, at least they're there i suffer and i can't um stand up and do things for a long time but yeah uh, well, in, yeah, but you you can drive those cars, you can walk the dog. You can, yes, I'm really, really, yeah. really lucky. Yeah. Um, but Le Mans was very painful on them. But for it to happen that he just walked through that garage at that time, right. yeah. in amongst, I remember, the 210,000 people there or more, yeah, um, was, a, was incredible. Yeah. He was racing a 1937 Aston Martin that he owns. Wow. Um, uh and it was just wonderful to see him it's funny we had um similar types of meetings of you know um there was coincidences of meeting a particular person at a particular place and you're just like oh god that's a bit bit of a fate thing happening why yeah. is that ha that's happened for a good reason you know yeah um so yeah i wonder yeah. if Le Mans is all about um is you know those meetings because uh, yes. you know, we saw some fantastic people there yeah uh, met some yeah. great people uh, it was just a, an amazing atmosphere um the big thing about the atmosphere for me was the the sort of general um i wanted to say organized chaos of it all it's just so different a different atmosphere to uk racing i felt in that um you know, it's not so regulated there's guys there with whistles whistling at everybody yes. and telling them to get yes. out the way and there's cars yes. coming through and people jumping out of the way just added to the whole thing for me it did um and i i really enjoyed the, the fact that when i finished a race um you came off the circuit but then you had to drive around the bugatti circuit yeah to get back to the paddock 
and it was lined with thousands of people. Oh my god, I missed that. All taking pictures of your cars and waving, and um, the atmosphere was tremendous. Yeah, absolutely tremendous. Um, It was okay in the Porsche, but uh, I know a lot of the Group Six cars with their BDGs or BDAs or whatever they got in the back were suffering with temperature by the time yes. they got yeah. through all these crowds and and back to the to the paddock um but th- that was special the other thing i loved was that i could go and stand at a driver's bus stop now i had to go to the group c car and back to the to the 911 which i could i obviously couldn't walk yeah yeah um and there was the local Volkswagen camper van club yeah. were driving around, taking the drivers from all the different plateaus uh, and delivering. Uh, it was absolutely superb. superb. They yeah. saved my life because I could walk <laughs> out of the uh, plateau six paddock, stand at this bus stop and a lovely little Volkswagen would come along and pick me up and drive me <laughs> all the way to the group six paddock, which uh, was sensational. And it all adds to this fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, did you see the, um, they had lots of 1940s and 50s buses, busing people around as well um, from sort of the main paddock area down to Arnage and all around the roads, around the okay, circuit no. effectively. Um, and then really? there was also lots of old military um, vehicles being used yes, to ferry people about and lots of two CVs as well. Yes. I, so yeah, just fantastic. As I say, the organisation, how they put all this together um, was incredible. Yeah. When you think friends of mine went to the British Grand Prix and um, they were members of the BRDC Uh and wanted to go from one place to another, they were queuing for hours to get in the little buggies that the BRDC had. Yeah. Um, The organisation... I'm sure it's very, very difficult when you have 400,000 people over three days. Yes. I mean, but there were 210,000 uh, or so at Le Mans Classic. Yeah. Um, but we could learn a lot from yeah. watching yeah. what went on at yeah, yeah. Le Mans last weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, the probably the thing that helps a little bit is the, the less, um, um, what's the word, um, consideration for the sort of health and safety <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it felt it felt uh, very sort of old school in that way. In yes. some instances, uh, yes. yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, probably not as safe, but much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the drivers' club, they put a drivers' club together. Oh, I bet that was superb. Um, you could go in at any time from breakfast right the way through to almost midnight yeah you go and get food and coffee and um, drinks um incredible the way yeah. they looked after us was amazing fantastic i've got some um absolutely epic pictures of um the group six pits from above with um cafe mexicana sat in the middle oh, surrounded really? by when it was when all the cars were coming back into the pits after a race sort of sundown site it was, must have been about half nine ten o'clock Right. And there's cars at all sorts of angles. I'll I'll send you that. I think oh, you'll really appreciate lovely. it. Yeah. I um I've seen some amazing pictures of uh that weekend. I don't know if I can um I'll show you this one. Um but 
they were awesome, awesome pictures of as the sun was going down and you were heading west. Yeah. The the lighting of the car and the sun actually you could see inside the cockpit. So you yes. could see oh, is that the, the photo driver that... in the helmet. I've, I've seen the photo of you in the three five in the nine five, five six. Yeah. Isn't yes. it amazing? One um, of the absolutely best amazing, yes. One of the yeah. best pictures. Yeah, absolutely I brilliant. I really love that. So I've yeah. contacted them to see if I could buy a high-resolution one because I'd love that in my office because absolutely. it's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. Um, sort of just rounding off our little chat, I was just wondering if you could tell us what your sort of overall, you know, what was your the best moment of the weekend for you? Well, so many. Um Maybe we should do the top three then. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of one of the great things for me, I could walk through the Group C paddock, and there was a Group C car that I drove in 1986, and we won uh, the only world championship I've ever been involved in, yeah. uh, and a cost little cost c2 car sitting there still with my name on it oh my word with david leslie and ray malik the three of yeah. us drove it um that little car okay we didn't finish le mans um i didn't finish le mans in 86 we ran two cars one finished one didn't um but those little cars used to do 217 miles an hour <laughs> down the line. And when you look at it, it's like a little toy. And you think, wow. <laughs> As you were saying before, Christ, is that dangerous? <laughs> this tiny little thing with its little 13 inch wheels and its big DFV um, Cosworth V8 in the back, howling down there. Um, it was dangerous, <laughs> but yeah. it was so lovely to see that car. Oh, I bet, yeah. And then to walk in the Plateau 6 paddock to see a, the Porsche 935 I drove in my first ever Le Mans. Oh, that was there, was it, the one that you drove? Yeah, Tough Coat Dino. I think it's probably not the actual car, but it was identical. Okay. They yeah. built another one. Yeah. Um, Trigger screen. So those were... <laughs> Those moments for me at Le Mans were very special yeah. uh, because I, I saw the owner of the 935 who I actually co-drove with at Le Mans and I hadn't seen him since 1981. Wow. Um, and it was as though we were together yesterday. Yes, yeah. It was brilliant. We sat and chatted and it was wonderful. So those are two. The third one really is just, how any racing driver in the world can not say when they've driven around Le Mans how special it is. Yeah. So just to drive there yeah. and do such immense speeds on a public road down the Morsan, you move from one lane to the other when you're trying to line up for a chicane and you go across the crown and the car doesn't like it and it tugs and it pulls and um there's always something very very special about driving a car around the moor and i'm yeah it's I'm a special track 
privileged to have done it a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how privileged to go back there 34 years later, you know, yeah. in, your, in your 70s. That's just crazy. 76 nuts, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, but when amazing. I'm in the car, I don't feel 76. So. No, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and please God, and he did say that I could, uh, I should be back there next year with Rhino. Wonderful. Mike, been absolutely fantastic to catch up. Thank you for, for joining us. And, Great uh, to see you, my friend, as yeah, always. Look uh, forward to seeing sorry. you soon. Good to see you, Mike. Cheers for now. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. and the Channel Tunnel. <laughs> so really quite quickly, actually. It was good. Yes, yeah. uh, through, unlike uh, Chris Wright at Right Tune. Apparently it took four hours to get through border control at Calais. It took us about four minutes. Yeah. Chin up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth just pointing out, so uh, for the benefit of people uh, watching on YouTube, the reason we're holding these mics, in case... You don't know, of course, you absolutely should by now, uh, who this man is, Andy Brooks, my co-host on Nineworks Radio. Indeed. So uh, we have just celebrated, actually, 150,000 downloads of that podcast. So if you haven't yet found or listened to that podcast, uh, the reality is you haven't yet found your favourite Porsche podcast. We regularly uh, flirt and and enter the top 10 uh, charts for UK automotive, and it's a bit like Nineworks TV, it's all Porsche. Um, obviously, with the, with the podcast, Andy's involved as well. So chat, 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 chat. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Hundred percent. Check it out. There's check out the branding as well on the new mic. Oh yeah, that was that, that, that was your doing, Sand. It does look. We almost look professional. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you see us out on the road, you know what's going on yeah, now. Exactly. Not just two men talking into a red microphone. <laughs> on the tunnel, you know who you I'm are. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, hundred um, percent. Go and check that out. There is a wealth of content uh, on your preferred podcast platform. So just search Nine Works Radio. Lots of really cool, uh, interesting stories, interviews with people, but also we deep dive into different models of Porsche as well. Uh, ones that spring to mind. Cabriolets, uh, generally speaking, 964 uh, special we did, and 997 special we did. Um, singer. Yeah, singer interview with Rob and Maz talking yeah. about the turbo study. God, yeah. We just had so much stuff. We, we have, yeah. Mine's gone blank, probably the yeah, lack yeah. of sleep and whatnot. But um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so look. Frazzled. <laughs> so yeah, check it out, basically. Um, but that's why that's why we've got the mics here, because we're, we're recording our special uh, Le, Mans, Le Mans episode. So um, yeah, look, how have you found it? Le Mans, it's been yeah. amazing, isn't it? Absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, full on. I mean, I think my body's absolutely broken yeah. from walking and, yeah, probably eating the wrong stuff as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah fantastic. You? 
Yeah, look, awesome. I'll just uh, put some stats together, actually, just to sum up um, our weekend in numbers. Um, so three days, 800 kilometres covered in Little Irish so far. Obviously, we've got a three-hour journey when we get off this yep. Channel Tunnel. Uh, 65,000 steps done each in and around the uh, the dusty confines of, of Le Mans. Yeah. It's a hell of a circuit, and we feel like we've walked quite a lot of it. <laughs> um Four beef and chips-based meals throughout the weekend. <laughs> I think I think that's been conservative as well with a small seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've had um, a few more than that. Yeah. I think that's today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of beef and lots of chips. Uh, roughly five hours sleep each night. Oh yeah, well you have. Yeah, you've had probably less, <laughs> less actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, two celebrity spots: one being Jurgen Bath, the other one being yes. Mike Wilds. Yeah. So, uh, and obviously we're gonna we're gonna hear from him shortly, which is gonna be awesome. Uh, one mistaken celebrity spot: I thought I saw Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> You put yeah, me really bad. <laughs> just not really bad, but yeah, it wasn't. Definitely wasn't. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no yeah. yeah, that wasn't. But uh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Funny. Got excited <laughs> for a little bit. Um, hundreds of epic race cars seen up close, which really is what this show's all about. Yeah, amazing. It, that's the biggest thing, isn't it? You can. It's a bit like Goodwood Festival of Speed, that you can get to the paddocks, you can get to see everything, but it's just on another level because I don't. The atmosphere is. Uh, Again, it's all a bit organised chaos. <laughs> so you've got all these guys whistling and sort of, te- ah, get out of the way, and the cars are like driving through at, at sort of crazy speeds through crowds, and it's just bikes everywhere, mopeds, uh, pit trucks, and yeah, it's just immense. And obviously going on to, into the evening as well, which was just epic. Oh, very special. I have to say, I so I fell asleep for the last race of last night. Yeah. which was the RSRs, 934s, 935s and all of that. Um, I'm really glad about that. No, <laughs> yeah, see, and you, you know, you've shown me some of the videos. So we were down at Arnage and, uh, yeah, I had a bit of a, a doze in the car and, and you were watching the cars and um, your videos that you've shown of the cars just zipping through there. That is so special. Crazy. The, the turbos, I mean, all of the turbos, just cherry red turbos. You had all of the brake discs sort of glowing, fire coming out of the backs. I guess the biggest one was that... Um, the 1974 Carrera 2.1 Turbo RSR. Yeah. I don't know if I got that in the right. <laughs> yeah, you can have it's that such if you a like. I think, long... it's, I think it's 72, but the, the, rest, oh, is it 72? the rest of it is bang yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So yeah, that thing is just crazy. The amount of uh, turbo action that's going out on the back mm. that's just glowing is mm. just ace. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the body work on that thing's just crazy. Oh, it was great to see that. I, I have yeah. to say, I'd, I'd, I'd like to ask you what your car of the weekend is. Uh, and for me, um, that is probably up there just because I never thought I would see that car yeah. in action. Yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. We, we believe that might have come from the museum. Yeah. Something that yeah, you saw yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I think it did. So, you know. And, and it was quite interesting because obviously we were speaking to Mark at EB Motorsport last week. Yes. All about his recreation of that car. Um, so to actually see, yeah, one actually running and yeah, absolutely yeah. being cane. Yeah, you know, I think it was. I don't. I don't know if it was the fastest thing, but it, it certainly looked like it. Oh, it looked amazing, and also because we we um, were sitting in the grandstand this morning, first thing, and we saw the last few laps of that daytime race. Yeah, so that's something we both saw. Obviously, you saw it glowing at night. Yeah. Um, but the sound of it as well, you know, like high pitched whistle. Uh, oh, of that it's turbo, just all turbo, know. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you know that with you know the kind of. Um, I don't know, angry, aggressive snare of the RSRs on the overrun yeah, as well. It's yeah. just this kind of absolute crescendo of, yeah, of Porsche noise, really. Yeah, so you almost want to bottle that and take it home. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, um, squeaking the... 
Got Speaking on the, on, uh, on the <laughs> telephone, yeah, the telephone, the in-car telephone. So, yeah, what, what's, what's your car of the weekend, Andy? Hello, hello. <laughs> um, what's my car of the weekend? Ooh, that is a difficult one. It's always going to be an RSR, I think. Um, yeah. This, yeah, this, the 74 RSRs. I mean, there's quite a few of them around racing, but they just, every time I see one, I just, yeah, get a bit amorous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are special. You almost get spoiled, you know, when you think back as to what we've seen. So, you know, I mean, oh, we've God. seen so many STs. Yeah, like this weekend, you know. But then, just casual two point eight RSRs, three liter RSRs. Uh, you know, the Tacton yeah, Arches that, and nine three fours. That Conda Green R. I don't know if it's Conda Green actually. It was the two point seven RSR. Yeah, that yeah. was being revved up. He was trying to get it to run properly, I think, but God, it sounded good. Oh, it was amazing. And yeah. again, you know, uh, one thing I will say is so if you're thinking of going to this for next year, maybe uh, advice like a paddock pass is an absolute must. It's kind of the yep. point, really, of, of, of the event. Oh, I yeah, would yeah. Say. Don't go without. Otherwise, you're. I mean, we, we were being followed by s- some English people walking back to the car park, weren't we? And they were going, oh, didn't really think much of it. You know, we were waiting lots of time between the races, and it's like, oh. You should have been in the paddock because that's where the, yeah. the actual. It's nice to see a couple of races that you really want to see. Yeah. Um, and you don't really need to see more than a couple, a few laps, really. Yeah. But to actually get in the paddock and be involved and see things being worked on and being prepared, that's yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah, I think. Yeah, agreed. And and you know, there's so much going on in the infield with like car club displays and yeah. all of that. I mean, yeah, usually that can be a little bit hard work, you know, um, but. There was so much there, so much variety, um, and lots of different cars from lots of different countries. So some like, yeah. really cool specs that we saw. So you know, there there is lots to see, always lots to see. So it's kind of up to you to go looking for it. Yeah. Oh, and sort out parking as well. We didn't realise we had to yeah. um, book parking, or there's the possibility of booking parking. Um, so yeah, we arrived and like, no, this car park's full. This car park's full. And we're like, oh. Where do you park then? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that wasn't really very well done on the website. So just look out for that. In the end, we parked in um, the free parking, which was actually really it's by good. the airport next to it. Actually, yeah, in the end, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that actually worked out really well, didn't it? Yeah, I'd I'd have liked to have stuck the car in the Porsche parking, but again, yes. I didn't I didn't know that was a thing. We we didn't know it was a thing yeah, when when yeah. we were booking our tickets. Um, grandstand? Would you bother again with a grandstand ticket? Um, I think I'd have that in reserve if it was raining. Yeah. For, yeah, for a bit yeah, of cover. But we only really, we went in there f- twice for 10 minutes, didn't we? Just to get a bit of shade for a little while. Yeah, we'll have a sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just, yeah, a, a difficult one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you can, I probably can't organise that afterwards, so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The, the, Mini cars, they're like little big Le Mans or whatever they call it. That was awesome. I yeah, love that. Yeah, seeing all the little kids. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we saw a genuine Porsche Junior. I, I don't know. We were trying to work it out. We saw, um, yeah, an EB Motorsport um, logo on on the Porsche Junior. I had Max um, page on the back as well. Yeah, we think it might be something to do with that. But uh, yeah, the, the guy we were chatting to was, uh, it, to be honest, it'd be worth covering that on a video for Nine Works TV. But that's a uh, a genuine car. It has a, its own Porsche chassis number yeah, and chassis whatnot. Number, so yeah, that is yeah. that's seriously cool. It's worth investigating. And clutch and that. gearbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, really cool. Um, other highlights, definitely. Um, oh, so Porsche Experience Centre. We we got in there. We didn't have a wristband, but we showed our key. Yeah. So as an owner, you can get in. So that was uh, good. And again, that's around. advice for you. I wasn't sure we could get in, but um, alas, you, you can with a dangle of a key. Yeah. So um, 
to yeah, get but, any freebies, but no freebies. Yeah, I had to yeah. pay for the Orangina's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But my one of my favourite bits of the weekend actually was uh, was you going up to the nine six three. So we had a poke around what turned out to be a model of you know full size model of the new Porsche uh, LMDH race car, yeah. the Penske Porsche nine six three. And uh, yeah, you realised it was a model and thought, oh, it's going to be really light. I wonder if I could pick it up. And you went to to the back of the car put your hands on the wing, went to lift it. Should and like be the entirety of the rear car just flexed in there. That's amazing. You nearly had a nice 6-3 wing in your hands. Yeah, yeah. A bit dodgy. <laughs> That's amazing. That's one of my favourite bits of the weekend. Uh, that was amazing because even the tyres were I was convinced plastic. they were real. Yeah, yeah, I was convinced they were real. You know, they, yeah, it was, that was incredible to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what we missed was what was your highlight? What's your car of the weekend? You had mine, which was all the RSRs. Which yeah, is a bit to, vague. Well, no, yeah, but they, they they all have their own merit. I, I would say, uh, yeah, the two point one RSR Turbo, as yeah. I say, just because I, I I never thought I would see that in in action. Okay. You know, it's, there's yeah. one thing kind of ogling at it at the museum, um, but to actually see that in motion and and to hear it sound as well, it was obviously it was very yeah. different to all yeah. the others. Um, but again, like you know, the 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 nine three fives, I just love that era, that kind of mad early 80s era of racing 934 oh, into 935 yeah. particularly before kind of group c um i just love that underneath all of that somewhere is a is a 911 yeah. turbo you know yeah so there are I, I could look at a 935 all day long i think yeah. they're spectacular so to see like the interscope 935 that was really special yeah, as well yeah. actually there's the momo one there as well wasn't it which yeah. looked pretty cool the yeah, Coca-Cola. There was all sorts of great branded yeah. ones there. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the debrief, I think. Really. Yeah. Awesome. Go if you've got the chance to go. Go. Um. Two days is enough, as far as your body's concerned. I yeah. couldn't do any more. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. My body's buggered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, uh, last bit of advice: take some take some cream. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah. Uh, cream for the bits that rub. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. For the lower regions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna take a while to recover. Oh yeah. So um yeah, look, we we, we hope you have enjoyed the episode. Uh there's 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 lots gone on. So we we've really just given you a snippet for what goes on at Le Mans Classic, but absolutely worthwhile doing. Um really, really cool, right up there with Rensport Reunion again in terms of like the concept and the principle of seeing these cars from yesteryear of high historical significance and seeing them racing. Uh, the only difference is you don't have to get on a plane for this one to see all yeah. of them in action. And it was good, you know, it was Porsche heavy, yeah, oh, wasn't yeah. it? But it's good to see them with other manufacturers' cars as well. Yeah. But it's Porsche heavy for a good reason because Porsche history is just crazy when it comes to all that race stuff. Yeah, but it was, it was good to see um, the, the context of what yeah. these cars were racing again. Against like in period yeah. was that like BMW yeah. M1? Oh, that was mad. Yeah, yeah I mean was. you missed that. That the flames coming out the back of that. Oh, <sighs> I wish I'd seen that. Yeah, night. yeah. It I saw, was I saw just it in the day. Crazy. Yeah, and and the noise. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, Epic. very cool. Very cool. Um, just a quick one. Actually, somebody said that. Uh, to, to enter for the weekend as a driver. I mean, you, you're probably dropping a good 25k. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, does it does it get any better than having the opportunity to drive? that sort of car at Le Mans, you know, it, that is, yeah. it's the stage where a lot of these cars had their stories made. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. I know obviously it's, it's a hell of a lot of money, but for, for those drivers, that is a, it's a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. Um, I think 
just in case you haven't seen our stories over the last over the weekend on Instagram. Yeah, I think we should highlight our stories for mm. Fulhamore so you can have a look because uh, we both took shitloads of photos of stuff over the weekend and popped it in our stories. Yes, um, and that, yeah, some great stuff. There's all the flames. There's all the cars. There's the atmosphere. The the, the men whistling. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just great. Yeah, absolute sort of organised chaos, which only the French could do, really. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a good way to sign off the pod. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, we've we've been through Flexi Plus uh, on the Euro Tunnel. We've absolutely raided the macaroons. <laughs> so let's sign off and get chomping, and just say, yeah. Look, thanks very much for listening, and, and we'll catch you next week. Absolutely. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at patreon.com slash nineworksradio. Thank you.